Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weeding now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. All right, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to Rebellion's Bloom. This is the first edition of our Star Wars Umbrella Show here on the Penny Bloom Podcast. And coming straight off of the season one finale of Andor yesterday, we thought, what better way to celebrate Thanksgiving than with a live commentary of Star Wars Rogue One? I am Colton Robertson, and I am joined by Joseph George. What's up, homie? Oh, what up, what up? Always a pleasure to be here, and man, I'm uh, I'm ready for this one. This is a oh, much-needed rewatch. This is a much-needed rewatch, especially fresh off that show, and uh, this is becoming uh, something of a tradition. Second year in a row, uh, the wee hours of the night into Thanksgiving, we're doing a live commentary of a Star Wars movie. Last Thanksgiving, we did Star Wars A New Hope. Uh, that episode didn't come out until like the middle of February, so that might be a little confusing for the listeners. But we did record it going into Thanksgiving. So uh, it's becoming a little tradition for me and Joe here. And uh, from now on, you'll probably get those on Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Rogue One, no better time to watch it. So I I say you get that shit pulled up on Disney Plus, the way a live commentary works. You get it pulled up on Disney Plus, get that shit zeroed out, get it all up to zero, 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 the little cursor down at the bottom on Rogue One, a Star Wars story. I'm going to count us in, and I'm going to say three, two, one, punch it. And on punch it, we're going to press play. We're going to watch the movie together. We're going to talk about it as it happens. It's only 2.20 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning. Let's go. Doesn't feel like a, doesn't, doesn't feel like there's a better opportunity for us to watch, to watch mm. this movie. So, uh, are you fucking ready, my friend? Oh, oh man, I'm so ready. Let's go. All right, we're all zeroed out. It is time for Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So I'm going to count us in, and this is for real. Three, two, one, punch it. And we're off with the Lucasfilm Limited logo. God, you love seeing that. Just mm. just so classic. Whenever it popped up at the end of the uh, Andor finale after the post credit mm. scene, I was yeah. just like, ah. That's official. You know? That's that shit right there. And uh, I love the I've always loved the way this movie opens with like a play on the classic, Mm. you know, the how every movie starts with like a a ship flying overhead into frame. It's the rings of a planet about this. Ooh, this is very brilliant choice. Saturn esque. Bitch over there. But we see that. uh the imps, they found Galen. And, That's uh, what I'm talking about. They could have done more of this stuff in Andor, you know? Like, they, more of just that. You don't see that in our solar system. Yeah, the, estab- the establishing know. the establishing shots of planets. That is, that's a good point, you know? I Another thing I did love about this movie, 
is uh, they typically tell you where you're at mm. once you arrive. Like, uh, at least they will here before long with the rings of Kathrine, but uh, a little gin here. I lo- mm. And especially coming off of a, a head of Andor, I went ahead and listened to a couple audiobooks in uh, Catalyst, which was a Rogue One tie-in novel all about Galen's time throughout the Clone Wars, the raising basically ended with them going to hide on this planet. Mm. And then Rebel Rising, a young adult novel centered around Jin, picks up from this point and takes us all the way to her getting uh, picked up in that uh, Imperial prisoner transport by the Rebels. So, like, there's there's a very extensive coverage wow. of Jin Erso's life in uh, in the novels, which is very cool. It's just I don't know the, the novels just have so much to offer. It's so crazy, like how much more like detail they can go into. And mm, absolutely, and the Rogue One novelization too is so fucking cool. It even shines light, like this first ten fifteen minutes. This opener here is like an hour in the novelization because it just, it just dwells on everybody's thoughts. And, uh, the way Galen there was like, uh, everything I do, I do for you, you know, mm-hmm. like, uh, he was like, ah, oh, maybe that was selfish. I'll just leave you with this. Like, uh, I love you. Stardust. Like he, he th- every, every word he says weighs on him so heavily. And, uh, Galen Urso, just one of those, uh, one of those characters, I didn't give much of a shit about watching this movie, you know, like it's, it it resonates, but those novels, man, they just really, really give you a chance to, especially Lyra Urso here, the mom and Galen, you just, you grow to love them both. If you read those books, I strongly recommend them, but, uh, Mm. is that a Kyber crystal? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's, I didn't, that's kind of interesting. The strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. Like, What's cool? Uh, uh, no, I'll, I'll get to that Cassian later. Cassian but... have both have been given a Kyber crystal, like necklace. Yes, that's kind of yes. that's very interesting. Here we've got Orson Krennic, who I personally think is one of the most underrated villains in Star mm. Wars history. Yeah, he's he does make me hate him. That's for sure. Oh. Ben Mendelsohn is fucking brilliant in the role, and he is hateable as all fuck. He is just the worst. An absolute dick. And, uh, but I'm not gonna lie, he looked clean in that uniform with Man, that cake, though. How do they do it? Like, that's how they do it every time. They're such dicks and such cocks, but man, do they look cool. Like, I love, I love that, like, Ben, I th- feel like he's, like, rocking some mascara in this scene. Yeah, it does kind of, yeah. 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 A little dark around the eyes. I like when, I like when I can, uh, <laughs> I always like to headcanon whenever a character's makeup is done very, like, that was a choice by the makeup artists and stuff. But I like the idea that in-universe, uh, Orson Krennic was like, I gotta put on this eyeliner. Yeah, of course, it's necessary for my, the outfit. He's like, I'm it about to go see Galen. Yeah. <laughs> I miss mm. Galen. We used to be homies. Mm. That's, I mean, that <laughs> that is kind of funny to think about. Like I, I'd, I'd have the 
my little headcanon, like, before um, a, a creature in Game of Thrones comes up to intimidate or whatever, they do that little <laughs> pep talk. But right. this, the headcanon in Star Wars is any makeup, they actually just, it's like the little Luthan in the mirror in their ship. They kind of just have, like, exactly. a, a makeup he's, moment. He's, he's applying like everything, it. little little pa- little uh, cotton balls and everything. <laughs> uh, Lyra's a badass here. She said, you know what? Fuck this. I'm holding it down for my family. I, uh, and that's another thing these books get into is just how deeply she distrusts and hates Orson Krennic, whereas Galen likes to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, yeah, I mean, Galen does go on to, to trust him enough. I mean, the, I don't know. It's like, man, do that's, it. that's tough God. to like have the knowledge to design such a weapon and like kind of be like, forced into it even though he puts in a you know a like a a fail safe mm. it's still like that's tough another little parallel between Jin and cassie in there mm. uh, watching their parent get killed by imperials with uh clem getting hanged in the streets and lyra there getting shot down with Jin there to witness mm. Yeah, no one's ever finding that. That's like so well nah, hidden. That's little... what's fucking fantastic about the books, man. Catalyst goes into how Saw Gerrera dropped them off at this planet. Mm. He took them here. So he knew he always knew their escape their escape plans. Galen and Lyra trained her to go mm. hide there, but they always framed it as a game for mm. her to play. She didn't know it was because she might one day need it. That's so sad. Yeah, it was probably just like a cool fort, like yeah. getaway sort of thing. And now it's actually like it's a traumatic. Uh, it's a traumatic dang. experience. Every like that's one of the cool things is every time she's at her lowest, she's she feels like she's back in this cave, alone, nobody there for her, and. uh I mean, of all people to come and save her, <laughs> Saw Gerrera. My child. Good. Fucking love Forrest Whitaker. A goaded Whitaker, voice, saw, man. man. Come. God is... <laughs> come. Like, <laughs> I don't know you, man. I'm gonna stay the fuck down here. Yeah. Who are you? Ah, they... what a great theme. Did they know each other before that? Or is that the first they time they did. They uh, did. She was very young the last time they saw each other, though. Mm. Fast forward, now she's Liana Halleck, the way uh, Cassian was Keith Gergo mm. in prison. <laughs> Wait, what's her name here? Liana Halleck. That's her Liana prisoner name. Halleck. Mm. I like that they're just like, you know what, I'm going to prison. I ought to make sure they think my name's something else. Yeah, I guess true. If you're trying to just keep a a low profile. Be best to. I don't know if you. If that's the thing, though, is like you have the ability to jump planet to planet, like across the galaxy, if you want, which is nuts. Mm. Like that's that's why it's insane. Like if you like commit a crime, you can go to like a different state and get away with it. Like if you can right. it or whatever. But like you could go across the galaxy, you know, and like that's right. just nuts. Well, nuts here that, we like, are. On the mm. ring of Kathrine, 
seeing our boy for the first time, Cassian yeah. Ander. Yeah. And he just he's just here. Yep. In, just showed up. Let's see. In classic he, guess, Cassian fashion. He's already in Rebecca. Dude. The first thing he does is kill someone inside the rebellion because mm-hmm. he knows that they're gonna give information out. He does a Luthen like Luthen. Like yep. he Yeah, oh he knows God. what he he knows what he needs to do for the cause. And this guy right here, Tivik, he's actually a uh one of Saw's rebels. Really? Do we see yeah. him in Andor at all? Like in the background or Oh, maybe we did. I don't know. Because I don't think he had any lines or anything. I don't No, no, definitely not. But What's well, cool, he's informing him about Bodie Rook here. Hmm. A planet killer. Yeah, see look at that. Cassian's heard of Galen or so. Hmm. He knows he knows a little bit. Okay. He knows something. That, and that's kind of where the direction for season two might come in. Uh, mm, just them trying to find more about that. Fucking. Already, already I'm loving this so much more. Mm. Frames casting it, so much differently. It like, really does. You just. You know so much more of his tragedy. You know so much more of who he is. Who he, he loves. What stash, he's about. I guess. He likes the stash. Right. Um, eventually. I wonder if he has multiple. God. Kind of multiple looks. Yeah that's crazy. Hey. Calm down. Calm down. It'll be alright. Pop. Just Man. giving him the illusion of hope. Before taking his life. Like. He gets. Luthan does a number on him. Doesn't he? That's the thing is that like with the knowledge of Dr. Gorst or whatever the fuck evil spawn of Satan like technology yeah. that that they have it's like they'll get the information if there is a possibility then like mm. that's the sad reality um tubes it's my <laughs> man he tells me everything no i swear i swear me. Yo, I fucking love Bodhi Rook. Uh that's that's a character that I've I've always I've come to really, really appreciate, played by Reese Ahmed. Mm. He's a fantastic actor. And uh he plays this role so well and I think he's incredibly underrated in the context of this movie. Man, doesn't he just go with like a grenade that gets into the ship that he's in or something yeah, like that? Yeah, but that's the thing about this movie, man. It's it's the casualties at war. It's oh, and it's some some things the, are just Oh, he Sometimes did get, like, you just die. Up or something, right? Isn't that what he did like right before? Like, yeah, he, he opened the up the up. uh yeah, he opens up the tower or something, mm. the relay. Well, that what's awesome is I'm reading. Uh, I'm a big High Republic guy. Mm. Fucking love the High Republic, and right now in the comics, Jedha is a very big part of the High Republic comics. It's the Pilgrim Moon. It's where every different view of the Force comes together, and they mm. learn from each other and discuss what the Force is to them, and. Well, uh, that's actually really cool. No, Jed, it's called the Pilgrim Moon, Jetta, which is uh, really cool. Like, people who are one with the Force go there for pilgrimages, like, uh, like fucking the Mecca 
Hmm. Like it's their Mecca or something. But uh, That's actually dope. Super cool. We're about to get our first view of our boy, who we would not have known uh, prior to that show. Man. There's Melshi. Uh, so they do find each other. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess definitely. Like uh, we knew that before, but like, and I really wonder how they link up again. Mm. And K2SO, he's got to be a part of season two. Mm. <laughs> you are being rescued. Please do not resist. And that image of him cat- catching Jin by the throat. Mm. The way one of those droids held up Cassian. Gosh, and the views we get of Yavin 4 in this movie, it's just the spirit of what the rebellion was in the original trilogy just bleeds through so fucking plainly. I love it mm. so much. Uh, see, there's something just seen about just a droid, like rolling by itself. Mech, can't say a word, but <laughs> you'll love him. You'll love him nonetheless. Liana Halleck. Nah, that's Jen Erso. What's up? Yo, you recognize that guy? That's Sir Barristan Selmy in Game of Thrones. There's too many crossovers. Yep, Sir Gen- the General Dodonna, I think, is who he plays in this. Hmm. Now, this guy, this guy talking to her right now is fucking cold blooded. He don't give a fuck. There's Genevieve O'Reilly, Mon Mothma. Hmm. Love seeing her. What's so great is that she was in, she played Mon Mothma in the prequel trilogy and all the scenes where she was just in the background. And now she gets a chance to be a fucking pivotal point of a series. You know, like that's so fucking cool. Some of the best performance. I think I gave her a performance nod, I think for one of the episodes. You definitely did. Um, I did too. She was she was too damn good. I think it was the the episode with Davo. I think yeah, Davo Scaldun. Um, how she deteriorated completely. I think it was for that scene alone. Um, mm. yeah, she's fantastic. I'm here getting our first interaction between Jin Erso and Cassian Andor. He is a he's a rebel man. Like he is hard. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see him without, like, like he's a soldier right now. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. He's not uh, He's not fighting for himself or trying to save anybody's life. He's fighting for the good of the people, the galaxy. Oh, wait a minute. They're looking for an inn with Saw Gerrera because hmm. none of them can go in there peacefully. Presumably. Yeah. Right now. Luthen's just gone, gone. Luthen's dead. Luthen's dying in season two. No. It's a guarantee. He's the secret leader. What if we see him in the background? Imagine. Imagine we see him in the background. They were like, Stellan. Stellan Skarsgård. Come on and just walk in the background. These are seeds we're planting for years in the making. We know know you're a movie star. You never know. Never know. <laughs> Never know. Now I'm going to be watching the background of the whole movie and not the actual movie. I got to I gotta get that out of my head. 
Luthen is not. Luthen is not in this movie. I promise Stellan Skarsgård is not in the background somewhere. Our boy. I love me some Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa, man. Talk about someone coming out of the background. Yeah, there you go. Mm. Just the Star Wars theme. That's just so cool. It's like anyone that you know and you see a familiar face and you hear that song, you're just like, ah, okay. Yeah. My heart's full. Like, I'm I'm good. Gosh, I love the way Yavin looks. It's such an aesthetically pleasing environment that they've mm. built there. A perfect just rebel headquarters. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I don't know what I would initially just imagine rebel headquarters to look like. But, um... Right. No, well, I'm also reading, uh, uh, I'm reading Dr. Afra's comics right now, and I'm making my way through the first 40 issues of her or- original run. And the Empire, it's set between New Hope and Empire. And, uh, they're looking for the rebel base that is on Hoth, but they have no idea where it is. And they're limiting it to, like, sacred sites. Because that's mm-hmm. where, that's their search right now, because Yavin mm-hmm. is a, Yavin is like a religious temple that they, that they didn't build mm-hmm. it, they just inhabited it. Um, but I love, I love that Cassian here is getting instructed. Yo, forget everything you just heard. We're not bringing Galen in to testify about a weapon. You see Galen Erso, he's too fucking dangerous for the Empire to keep their, to keep their hands on him. We gotta fucking kill that guy. Damn. And Cassian was like, yes, sir. And he's like, yep, all right. That's what's, guess, that's what's okay. going to be most interesting about season two for me, for his journey as a character, is that he's, he's an individual in season one. You know, like, he thinks for himself. He thinks, he does what he thinks is right. And ultimately, this this movie is about him coming back around on that. But I wonder how how beat down he has to get in season two for him to be like, or how much what Luthen has to do to him, the number he'll do on him to make him basically conscript himself to to mm. any order. Man, yeah, because where he is right now seems better, like where he is right now in terms of at the end of Andor. Right, um, right. Seems just more joyful and more full of rebellious spirit than now. Um, yeah, well, I mean, like it's he—he he just seems—he seems more like he has individuality. Like he, it's mm. it—it's because he's like he's like re, he's a real deal fucking soldier in this movie, man. Like yeah. he's. Hmm. God, I've always loved that shot of the dude tracking the ship off of a uh, off the planet. Fucking gorgeous. Ah. Yeah, how about this? What the fuck happens to Saw over the next four years? Is it a fight is it a fight between Luthen? Ooh. I sure hope not. I'm tired of I'm tired of rebel infighting. Makes sense though. Imagine Luthen whips out a lightsaber, chops off Saw's legs. Saw kills Luthen. Ooh, oh, Luthen if Saw does, and it would be kind of nuts if Saw ends up being the one who does Luthen in. Lies! Deceptions! God, he looks... 
What a fucking fantastic character design, man. Mm. He does look badass. Even that he has to, like, be help, like, kind of be helped breathe every now and then, it's still, like, badass looking, you know? Like, the mask somehow just goes hard, even harder, Mm. even though it, like, is a sign of weakness almost, you know? (laughs) Well, it's, like, for me, it's almost a sign of strength that he's still doing all this shit and he needs all that. yeah. Yeah, look at those sleeves. He's got those in Andor. They're just, Mm. like, even more armored up. Like, I'm just so intrigued as to what his trajectory is over the next couple years in that show. What happened to him? Man. Boggle it! (laughs) Boggle it! Boggle it! Not even, like, take him to Borgull it. Just boggle it! You know? (laughs) What's great what I'm learning is Borgullet is that motherfucker's name. Yeah. And he just said, that's it. Yeah. No, like it's not like a species or nothing. God, that's that reveal of the death star is fucking insane. The scale of it. Mm. Fucking beautiful. Mm. Um, that's like just saying Vader. (laughs) Vader. Like instead of, instead of like take him to, I don't know. (laughs) Vader. And this is our first step mm. down a road that Star Wars is uh, becoming a little, a little too heavily reliant on, and CGIing characters back in. And this they is the best example of it, I think. The best? I don't think it's I don't think it's been Oop. done as well as what they do with Tarkin here. Book of Boba with Luke. I don't think it looks as good as this. Really? I think this looks more CGI. This looks more video gamey than Luke does. Like, the lighting's just not completely right. Yeah, Um, uh, don't get me wrong. I think Luke looked exact, like, he looked very real. I, uh, the thing for me is the the fucking AI-generated voice. Oh, you mean... Okay, like I this is were... this is a dude doing a Tarkin impression, voicing that character, mm. and it's okay. it just sounds and feels so much better than yeah. like it like has there was just, the voice, and and There's, his yeah his face shows a lot more emotion. There's just like a, I just don't like even Leia at the end of this movie is not done as well as Tarkin is there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, and Leia's only done for one line. Yeah. Like, Hope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't think the deep fake technology was there quite there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I don't know. That's the thing is like, uh, the when did like they de-age, um, in Ant Man, uh, the dad Sam is that his name? The dad, the Hank. Pip Hank. What's Sam? Pip. Yeah, Hank Pip. They like de aged him. Pim. Pim particles. Pim. Pimp. <laughs> um, they de aged him and like it actually looked like good. That's that one of the out, best like, de agings ever. Yeah, that, that, that is really, really good looking. But uh, I even de aging. De-aging guess, can look yeah. really good. It's just like like the Irishman. I don't know if you ever watched the Irishman with like Bob De Niro and stuff. 
Yeah. They de-aged the shit out of him and it looked really good until he had to do action and it was just like, oh my god, this dude's 70. Yeah, there's, I don't know, it's an interesting, like, dilemma because Disney, they put out an article where they were like, it's worse to replace an iconic character. They think Solo failed because they replaced the actor. And if they could have replaced it with a deep fake and a voice generated like of Harrison Ford then that it would have done better. God. They no, think that's like, the fault of Solo. Like No. The the thing is Solo came off the tails of the Last Jedi which split the fandom in fucking two. So it was whatever came next was going to fucking fail. It could have so, been Rogue One next and Rogue One would have failed. Exactly. Like, like whatever so. came next was going to fail. Like it just was, especially with all the production shit that went down with Solo. It just it went through so much. Mm. Uh, change throughout its run of being made, but uh, gosh, the Jetta City—the fact that the city is so compact that mm. a whole star destroyer can just hover above it and be as big as the city—just uh, shows you the scale of those star destroyers too. You don't think about like you know you see them in space and you're like, wow, that's really fucking big, but then you see it hover over an entire city. I'm wondering how long it takes just to build one of those things. And the sad thing is it's probably only like a couple weeks or some stupid shit because of how much... They probably got that shit down by now. One of my favorite things about this movie has always been K2 and Jin's... The evolution of their relationship over the course of this movie because it's obviously very hostile at first. But... K2 eventually being willing to, you know, die for them. Yeah. Makes the ultimate sacrifice. What do you think the odds, you know how L3 was, like, uploaded into the Millennium Falcon and Solo, that B is in K2 somehow, and that's how they reprogrammed him? B2 email. Is in... Is in K2SO. Because he was an Imperial KX droid. Okay. Okay. Oh. Well, no. Because he would have known Cat. He would have known Cassian, right? I guess he couldn't have retained any of his memories because he doesn't know who Cassian is, or does he? Did he come with Cassian? In this movie? Yeah. Yeah. They're homies in in this. Right away? Yeah. Coming into this, they're buddies. Oh, okay. Hmm. That is Uh, interesting. We kind of talked through the Borg gullet scene. That shit freaked me the fuck out the first time I watched it. I was like, you got it. Like, that's that's some freaky imagery for... That's some Star Wars shit, though. It was some Star Wars shit. It was some Star Wars shit. That that Star Wars shit, you know, all all those people right down there? Yeah, man. That's that's what I love about... Look at that! That, Just the environment... Yeah, I don't know. These fucking guys, he doesn't like you. (laughs) I don't like you either. Why are you so fucking mean, man? Chill the fuck out. That's the dude in the uh, Moss Eisley Cantina that uh, gets his freaking hand chopped off. Or no, the Butchman dude gets his hand chopped off. Yeah, Ponda Baba is his name. Uh, I can't remember the other dude's name with the fucked up face, but he's in... uh, Left Nose... He's actually Whoa. in the Dr. Afro comic I'm reading. He's a 
He's like a really fucked up scientist. The reason he has the death sentence on him in 13 systems is because he like performs experiments on living beings that are unethical. Uh, well, it looked like one went wrong on him. Um, and I'm one, glad one it might did. Think. Like, man, that dude sucks. Now that I didn't, didn't look like a, the best guy. Um, but initially I've never no. really have thought of him as a good guy. Nah, I mean, he, he comes at Luke for no fucking reason. That's true. Uh, yeah. This is one of my favorite parts in the, in the movie here with Chirrut mm. talking to Jin here without her, with her being like, what the fuck? Now, what I want is a Guardian of the Wills spinoff. Mm. Chirrut and Baze. This is like a very interesting character. Like a in in between Jedi and just he's just one like I don't know it's very he worships the Force man yeah he knows it's there it surrounds us and binds us and he knows it so something they don't go into in this movie is that that's something her mom would say to her oh. The strongest stars have hearts of Kyber. So she, when she turns around and is like, what the fuck? He just like, he's doing some force shit there, which is like, he, there's something that Chirrut is capable of in terms of connecting with the force in a meaningful way that isn't, you know, wielding the force. That's just like, Dude's what goated. the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. What? That is weird. I guess, I don't know, he could have been a Jedi. And then after he got blinded, he just decided to just not really wield a weapon that could kill people so easily. I don't I don't know. I guess right. I never really thought about what his life was before. For real. How about this scene being changed in light of the Rick's Road riot? Like, just viewing this in a whole new light. Hmm. <laughs> The the rebels coming in and taking out a bunch of stormtroopers mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. of the middle of the street. They ain't fucking with the occupation. Can't have it. Jen has like a real hero moment here. And I fucking love that when she sees a little girl crying, she sees herself mm-hmm. and is like, Well, there's no question. There was no hesitation. She heard that kid crying and was like, I got to save this child. Mm. Cassie, even Cassian was like, Jin, no. Mm-hmm. Mm. They are fucking shit up in this, uh, in this town center. Cassian have a different gun. Yes, he does. He does have a different gun at this point. Because it's able to, uh, later on when he has like a long rifle, it's that gun with just attachments on it. Mm. Very cool. It's just a much more versatile weapon, I think. I love that. They're just stealing all the kyber that they've been... (laughs) harvesting here on Jeddah. They're like, well, you can't have it. I don't know what the fuck you're using it for, but you shouldn't have it. 
Mm. What are they going to use it for? In it? I guess it's so the Empire doesn't I have think it. I really do thing. think it's just so that the Empire doesn't have it. Mm. <laughs> Gosh. Star Wars action, man. It's too much fun. She goes fucking nuts here. This is where you start seeing what Saul was talking about. How, you are my best soldier. <laughs> I love that K2's like, wait, what? Yo. Do you know that wasn't me? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Dude, K2, that's another one of my faves, uh, mm. droid-wise. Maybe, mm. probably top five. Look at that, you know, another one that can talk. Another one that can talk. Has um, the sacrifice play at hand, very important. Um, Gosh, Jetta City, what a fucking beautiful design that is. But K2, he's got to be up there, you know? How about them just running into a group of stormtroopers? It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I love that K2 is like, oh, shit, yeah, that's right. I'm supposed to... uh. I look like an Imperial, I forgot. Uh, yeah, I'm taking them to pr prison. Imprison them in prison. Oh, dude's getting smacked by a metal arm, dude. That would... Oh. I'm fairly certain that was actually improvised. <laughs> by the person who's, like, in the, gre like, the green suit. Damn. <laughs> for K2SO. Like, there's... there's I, we can't skip back or anything, but... Cassian like covers his face and looks up at K2SO and I'm fairly certain he's laughing. <laughs> hmm. God, Jared is such a fucking badass. Remember when we did the top 100 Star Wars characters and this his his number lined up for the both of us? Unreal. That's actually unreal. I am one with the Force and the Force is with me. It just for a character like that, he's he's Star Wars Matt Murdock, baby. Yeah? Yeah, that's actually... Oh my god. He's Daredevil. <laughs> he's no just, mask he's needed. He just says... Foot, all right. God, I love it. And he, he even does the little quips like he's Daredevil. Like, I fucking love this guy. <laughs> In a second, whenever they bag his head and take him to Saw Gerrera, and he's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. I'm blind. Like, really? I just did all this shit blind and you think a bag over my head's gonna <laughs> I wanna like I, I just I love Baze and Churret's relationship they're one of the coolest like duos in all of Star Wars for me and the fact that they're like just so in sync nobody gets Churret the way Baze does nobody gets Baze the way Churret does I just mm. I love when Star Wars duos work like that Yeah, no, I don't know. They're they're just best buds, you know. How about Jen getting a together? little respect from K two there? Mm hmm. <laughs> That's what's so cool about Bayes too is that like he's lost his faith because of the Empire. Mm. It's I, like I want to see that descent for him. 
I don't know, that was an interesting answer that there are no Jedi here anymore. Oh yeah, I mean Jedi like to... like I was talking about, the Pilgrim Moon. It was a it was a hot spot for Jedi once upon a time. Hmm. That's why it has so much Kyber. The Empire's been mining hmm. that shit too. Are you kidding me? I'm blind. I remember that getting laughs in the theater. Mm-hmm. I've always Damn. loved the design of those droids. That silver one yeah. that you showed a second ago. I don't know what they remind me of, but it's something. Probably Spaceballs. Maybe. That does sound probably right. <laughs> Which I guess is based off Star Wars, so. Right. There you go. <laughs> Gosh, tubes. I just, I keep thinking about Stellan Skarsgård's delivery of the, <laughs> my man, he tells yeah, me everything. Tells it's me so absolutely, funny. Yep, absolutely it's so everything. funny. He's <laughs> <laughs> my man, he tells me everything. It's just stellar, stellar line delivery. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that Cassian's just been getting his ass beat ever since he showed up. Mm. <laughs> Why do you smile at him? I know it was kind of it was, <laughs> it was like you want to kiss? Yeah, why what the heck was it? What was that smile for? I don't know. That's a good that's a good question. I've never noticed that. See, look at all these aliens, man. I love I love yeah, that shit. Look at that, that is that, man. Come on. See, and they're still they're still humans, you know? There's still a good number of them. Hey. Hey. What what? On the left that was our boy from Narkina 5. He was a he was Scob the Empire. He was the weird dude who lo- lo- tied up Melshi and Cassian. What? I think he was on the left side of the screen. No Very way. briefly. Very briefly. At least That's... he was the same species as one of them. That's awesome. Damn. Hmm. I wonder how many characters we'll see like that, if we'll catch any more like that. I mean, it is the showrunner of uh, Andor and Rogue One are the same. They're the same... Uh, same writer, so there's a really good chance that uh, there's a lot of crossover here. Did he just say this is the first time he's been in prison? This is a... Yeah, what? Yeah, there is more than one kind of prison, Captain. He's like, yeah. Boy, you don't have to tell me. Mm. I've been around. Now, this one's really loaded, this reunion, if you've read Rebel Rising. Another thing that's interesting about Jin at this point in her life is that she... Uh, harnesses a resentment for Galen for leaving mm. and views Saw as her real father but Ooh. then he left her behind as well ah dang that's true 16 that's and when was um when did that happen at the beginning of the movie how old was she there oh probably I think she's 8 at the dang. beginning of the movie dang he like he raised her in very formative years. Wow. Yeah. Um and the only reason that he 
booted her was because she is the daughter of Galen Erso, and people were figuring that out. People were starting mm. to realize, and they knew they could ransom her, use her mm. as a uh, use her yeah. as a tool. And he wasn't going to let that happen. That's that's one of the cool things about Saw Gerrera is he has a lot more of a heart than people give him credit for, especially when it came to Jin. Mm. Oh, yeah. Mm. Man, I really wonder what happened to make him oh, like this. Did they send you? You know, like, this dude doesn't trust a soul anymore. Did you come here to kill me? Like, man, you, uh, you really distrust him as a motherfucker right now. It was pretty clever of them to send Jin, not gonna lie. Not a bad idea. Yeah? Because, I mean, if, no, because Cassian didn't meet Saw at all. Not as far as we know so far. Hmm. And if he did, he was probably with Luthen, and he's grown to distrust Luthen yeah. quite a bit. You have people everywhere. Are they here? Gosh. You can stand to see the Imperial flag rain across the galaxy. Not a problem if you don't look up. Facing a similar thing, and Cassian was in the first few episodes, yeah. man. They have a very similar journey. It's so fucking cool. So fucking cool. I love the way they're paralleled. But, uh. Yeah, man. We're about to see the Death Star get tested. That motherfucker don't play. I, uh, the novelization spends a little time before, uh, they fire the weapon, just going through mm. random citizens of Jeddah oh. and Imperials who are still evacuating. Really? Yeah. They go over the father of the little girl who Jin saved. Um, wow. like that little girl dies today because of the empire anyway you know like it's i just i didn't think about all the people they yeah they kill because even even imperials who are still evacuating are like oh shit it works Mm. oh wait wow there's nothing i can do yeah that's oof hmm It's interesting seeing Bodhi in such a such a state, kind of reminiscent of Bix Colleen, and Cassian would know that. Be able to try and reason with him in a way. Knows how to handle a fragile psyche. Remind people of who they are. I'm the pilot. Yeah, holy shit, that's me. I fly things. Be super funny if he was just like not the pilot. <laughs> He's like, wait a minute, I'm the pilot. This is, this so... is my single favorite part of the movie. Mm, 
Yeah, this is pretty good. You can't really beat this. Just shows... And Mads Mikkelsen is Galen Urso. It's just... He could have been such a bigger part of this movie. It's kind of crazy that he was. I know. Yeah, he was a side very, character. Uh, it's a very small role for like his ability. Well, he's just a... And like that's the thing. It's like... What's interesting is at least he's not misused, you know? Like, it was a small role, but he was so a effective. A very important one, too. Yeah, like, like, he's a major, major role player in the galaxy. And what's so awesome about this scene is it's undoing years of resentment that she harbored for her father. Um, realizing that he is not a coward, he is not a traitor. He's, in fact been working to fight the very thing that she thought he'd given his life to. Like, she was under the impression he was like, fuck yeah, I'll go work for the Empire. She's realizing it, too, that, like, all Mm -hmm. this whole time. Gosh, and Felicity Jones. Mm -hmm. That's the thing, man. Star Wars performances, you don't go wrong, man. There are just so many fantastic actors in this universe. Ah, if we weren't talking through this right now and I was listening, this mm. part always gets me, man. I know. This part fucks me up every time. Ah, dude, if you, uh, if you read any Star Wars book and, you know, we're watching Rogue One, so of course I'm going to say this. Make it Catalyst. Because mm. that's, like, Galen's the main character of that. Mm. It's about Galen and Orson and their relationship over time, and it's just... Uh, e- ooh, fucking... E- At this point in the book, when Saul looks out and sees this, Sees what's happening. He turns back to Jen in an effort to protect her and goes, My daughter. Damn. Which she can't is... even, she doesn't have any time to sit with it at all. Like, no. No. Well, and that's the thing is that, like, I can't believe, she, like, I, I know, like, the heat of the moment, y'all got to get the fuck out of there. Grab that fucking message. We yeah. need that shit. We need yeah. that shit bad. Would have been very good to have, yeah. It bites them in the ass here here before long that they don't have it. There's no horizon. Fucking Gosh, the like and that's what was so awesome about this movie the first time I watched it is the Death Stars the threat of it had never been more real. You know, you 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 see Alderaan get blown up in four, but you don't. But it's instant. It's just instant. It's yeah, there, you gone. don't see this this and sort of this impact. Is, maybe this is like a early like low power test. Like this is like it is. You know, so that's the thing. Like it could be instant if they wanted it to. That and that's what's cool about this test is they're not testing its uh, full capabilities. They're testing its precision. Mm. Oh yeah, true. They were aiming at a very specific spot. The holy city will do. 
one thing I've uh one of the only things I've never been great with about this movie is that Saw just is like, you know what, fuck it, I'm gonna die. Yeah, I don't know. It he has obviously been weird. going like, and that's something I'm hoping we get more expansion on in season two of Andor is what led him to this place where he's just like, you know what? Yeah. I can hmm. die here. Save the rebellion. Save the dream. God, how sick of a fuck do you have to be to watch the destruction of a city and go, God, it's beautiful. Well, you don't see it on the surface. You don't see all the people and all the damage it's causing. You just see the actual... God. The scale of this movie is fucking insane, too. That's true. Like, they do a very good job of actually making things seem massive. Like, the Death Star seems huge in this movie. And, like, Destroyers seem huge. Everything. They do such a good job with the scale. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Their own little C-3PO Han Solo moment there. Mm-hmm. Man. I love me some Saw Gerrera. It's a shame to see him go. I know. Could have just picked him up or something. I don't know. And why did he have to make his death more painful by doing that? You know, like, like I feel like that only made his death worse, right? Or did it make it? I, I think it might have made it quicker. Or okay, um, like less life support. Let's get this shit done and over with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's Gosh, a hard. This on the projector. Oh, man, reminded me of the eye right now. Yeah, climb. Watch. Hmm. Oh. Damn. The fact that the parts he was building on Narkina 5 lent to that. He's, yep. wonder if he knows. I don't think he does. Ever? I don't think he'll ever, I don't think he'll ever learn exactly what that was. What they, what they were building on Narkina 5. It's so funny that Tarkin's like, yep, I'm going to take all the credit for this now. I'm going to take over. Thanks, man. That is one of the cool things about Orson Krennic, though, the books go into, is that this is his life's work. Mm. The Death Star is something he, like, not exactly the Death Star, but the potential for the weapon that is in the Death Star is something he's been working for for like 30 years or 40 years Mm. at at this point. Like it's, it's been his entire professional career has been building to that. And Tarkin's like, yeah, I got it. Mm. And the fact that Galen had so thoroughly convinced him he was down with him. He's genuinely shocked that Galen betrayed him. Wait, isn't Jeddah the planet? Jeddah's the planet, but uh, 
Jetta, there's also Jetta City is what that, oh, like, okay, it's, okay. it's like New York City in New York. God damn. See, that's my thing, though. If y'all are trying to start the New Republic, why not try and swing a engineer like that on your side? Why y'all gotta kill him? True. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, no, you're right. And maybe he can unveil even more secrets right. of the Death Star that he couldn't. I don't know, because... But, like, this was just the big one that he knew people would obviously use the most. Be able to, to exploit. The, the best advantage out of. But, like, there's probably more. I don't know. Dude's smart. Intelligent man. Very intelligent man. But, man, the, the heartbreak Turret was feeling whenever they were, like, it was destroyed. Like, the whole city. Mm. Like, that's a holy place. Like that. Like, that's... That's something I you I often overlook in the Star Wars universe is that like whenever Jedi stuff is destroyed, it's like sacrilege. Mm. It is it is a it's an act of like religious cleansing. True, yeah, like Yoda. Well, I guess yeah. it wasn't destroyed. I guess he knew the books weren't there. Um, I'm and that was was that last jedi yes it was um i guess yoda probably knew the books weren't in there anymore and ray already got him out yeah uh, he always spoke but, in riddles yeah there's nothing in there that the girl ray does not already have mm. <laughs> he didn't even speak in a riddle it was just a liter- literal literal yoda like scene. yeah she has the books <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna burn this fucking tree though I fucking love Yoda, man. He's so funny. Mm. Man, I love that Cassian's like, man, I really want to believe you, dog, but you don't have that fucking message, and that's just... That's... I can't can't fully rely on your word here. It's Mm. your fucking father. (laughs) That part's always been kind of funny to me. Sure, being like, I believe her, and Cassie being like, okay. Yeah, that doesn't change anything for me. Like, That doesn't mean (laughs) anything to me, man. Uh, Again, you're not the person she has to convince. Gosh, and that's that's what's crazy, is because, because they don't have that message, they have to mount that mission to Scarif on their own. Mm. because it relies on her word not a message from the engineer but even if they had a message from the engineer they'd probably still be like it's a trap yeah and god damn dude why did he have to build parts for that (laughs) like the actual weapon part too that's so fucking crazy you do Mm. I've always let, like this this movie provides us such a range of uh planetary designs. Yeah, this is a fucking Avatar the Last Airbender type like where he fights the fight like the Fire Lord at the end. Mm. Um I don't know, this is 
I don't know. It's like this, this it's is me the, so uh... like this. This movie alone has already included more Star Wars stuff than Andor did the entire season, almost. You know, like right. So I don't know. It's like it was still Star Wars, very much like in the Star Wars universe, but it was. It didn't really have the feel that Star Wars usually does. Yeah, it was it was more Star Warsy in spirit than it was in uh in practice. You know, like I think mm-hmm. what they lacked in aliens, they kind of made up for in like droids and ships and tech. Mm. You know, like they they didn't go with as wacky designs on characters or planetary stuff, but they went hard at the droids and ships and mm. tech. Like they they did that part well. Man. Mm. Yeah, this planet's giving me the uh the finale of Obi-Wan Kenobi vibes where mm. Vader and Obi-Wan face off. Mm. See, you know, we don't give Kenobi enough credit. Like that sequence is fucking It was sick as fuck. So yeah, brilliant. And like the image like the visuals there, fucking beautiful, like super mm. fucking cool. But uh I love that mm. Cassian's Cassian's Look at like, him leading yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Alright, here's the fucking deal. He's like, Alright guys, don't mind me, just gonna take my sniper up as we look at Galen or so. Probably nothing in mind for that. Probably not related. (laughs) What I like, though, is that, like, what Cassian has to deal with on this mission is probably what reminds him of what got him into the Rebellion in the first place. Like, he's... The reason he's so conscripted Rebellion is because he's been around the Rebels. Mm. And nothing but. These people are just people who want to fight, who are fighting for their life. And I think it's reminding him why he got into the cause in the first place. Mm. And I, re- you think he's really just been hardcore rebellion army sort of guys for four years? Probably not for four years, but like, I think, I think he probably gets worn down to that point. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. Not worn down necessarily, but, uh, I mean, by the time there comes a point where the rebels needed to become an, a military organization, like when they went in there and broke Jin out of prison, that was a fucking organized, disciplined raid. You yeah, know what I'm true. saying? Yeah. It wasn't mm-hmm. just a bunch of random people. They were like, okay, well, we just happened to have the six of you. Let's see if you guys can do this. They were like, no, you guys are soldiers. We have method to the madness. Let's just go ahead and do this shit. Sometimes I just get wrapped up in it, man. The imagery here is fucking... It's so just cool to look at. Like It really is. Oh, I love... I fucking love this. I have you. He's like, I know you're going to fucking follow me, Baze. What do you think this is? (laughs) 
You're my homie, man. I know you ain't gonna let. I know you ain't gonna let your blind friend walk in and walk in into the unknown. <laughs> if Cassian comes back, we're leaving without them. See, that's a B two emo ass line. Yeah, and he would be kind of a little sassy at this point, you know. He would. I feel like B B. I mean, I, yeah, I, I, I kind of like that. That would be really funny if like his. His body just wore down to the point where it couldn't go on anymore, and like they were replacing a, too many parts or something. Mm. So they're like, "Come on, let's just, you know, just." Put I know because he probably wouldn't like it. He's probably like, "It's probably like weird for this a is droid, m- you know? my body." Yeah. Oh. I like. He my went there and he was stutter. like, "Holy shit! I'm strong as fuck. I love this." True. Yeah. Yeah. And then he became sassy. <laughs> Gosh, I wonder, like, I'm so intrigued as to whether or not we'll recognize anybody at any given Mm. point, just, like, randomly, like, oh, shit, that person was here, that person was there. Hmm. That? I don't know, there's no way they planned, like, I don't know. No, there's no way they planned, but, like, I doubt... I doubt they planned for Melshi to be like a huge part of the uh, of a show. They were just like, "Oh well, Melshi was anything, a rebel." I guess it'll be because they took from Andor someone from out like of here, knowing right. that they get there. So like, it'd be more of they wouldn't be showing up in here. It's they're in here already, and they're showing it's, up in Andor. Yeah, even though it's before. Yeah, but set before, but yeah. See, this is one of those parts that makes you see just how, I mean, like, there's so much morality at Mm. play here. Like, it shows how good of a dude Galen is whenever he tries to prevent them from killing all these engineers. Shows how much struggle there is within Cassian when he decides not to kill Galen. Like, there's just, there's just so many levels to this part Mm. of, part of the movie, and, uh. Shows how fucking evil Orson Krennic is. Yeah, this guy sucks. That's what's that's what's crazy about Orson Krennic. It just shows you the what ambition can do to a man, you know, because mm-hmm. he's not he, he his goal isn't like, oh, I want to dominate uh people, I want to commit genocides or murder a bunch of people. No, he wants to advance in rank and gain notoriety for himself within the Empire. He's selfish as fuck. It's like, fuck everybody else. I'm gonna do what I can to become the best. So you know what? Kill all these motherfuckers, even though Galen just admitted this is the punishment. Oh, dude, he was so close. Like, so close to pulling the trigger. And he's, no. Man. Imagine. That's a big what if. If he does. Well. Oh, Galen dies here in a second anyway. So like. But like Jin knowing. I guess would Jin. I guess she wouldn't have seen Cassian take the shot. So like she wouldn't know. But like I guess maybe she would find out later on. Like you took the shot. Cassian would have had to have. Well Cassian would have had to have lived with that. Probably tell her that he did it because. Mm. 
God, Jin's so fucking cool. That's another character that I feel like, uh, like, I don't know if we could get an adaptation of Rebel Rising, that'd be really cool. But like, I'd also just suggest reading Rebel Rising because her story's laid to bear very, very completely in that book. Mm. Like, I would love to see a Jin Erso prequel, but that book is a Jin Erso prequel. Like, you could just read that and be completely fine. Mm. Regards Jedi as the last reminder mm. of the Jedi. Hmm. So you guys clearly haven't checked the, the desert sands of Tatooine. Pretty sure there's old Ben somewhere out there. Mm. Oh, yeah, I guess. Dude, I remember being in the theater and just being like, oh, fuck yeah. Mm. Mm. When all these X-Wings pull up, this is some of the coolest action we ever see as far as uh, dogfights and warfare. Mm. This whole movie in general, really. Mm. Well, and I love that now we're seeing Cassian go, Jin, no. Like, he wants to save Jin. Uh-oh. I love that noise, though. Yeah, the... And the... Damn. That man's dead. Yeah, I don't think he, I don't think there's much living through that one. No, no, not quite. Gosh, I don't think any Star Wars movie really shows you like the wars part quite like this movie does. Mm. Oh, this might be the most badass chur it ever is. This man shoots down a fucking TIE fighter. Oh my god, you're... Yeah, okay, damn. That's cold. Into the control tower. Too. Into the control tower. And, the, and then the X-Men's are like, yep, we're out of here, bye. <laughs> R.I.P. my dude Galen Urso. Mm. God you damn. were a smarty McFarty. See, Ray would have just tanked that shit. You remember that part where, or yeah. it was Kylo. Whenever he, like everyone starts flying back, and he just like stands there. Yeah. And he's like, oh. <laughs> I use force. You could see like the skin on his face like blowing back. It's so funny. Gosh, mm. shit like this, man. Ah. <sighs> Does he even know this is real? Probably. He probably... No. This could this could easily just be a, a figment of his... Mm. Of him on his deathbed, you know? In his mind. 
I think they did such a good job of casting her mother and mm-hmm. a young and the younger Jen. Like she looks so much Mutton? like her mom. Mm. Papa. God, that shit's heartbreaking. Nothing you could do. Mm. Come on. Man, it's such a heart like God, Bay is just like, yeah, I'll just mow all these motherfuckers down. <laughs> that gun's pretty good. Yeah, it's got a. It's I got don't know why it's not seen more around rate. the Star Wars universe. Um, maybe well, it's I his own it's personal creation. Honestly, he's got know. like it's so fucking big and bulky. You got to be like a huge That's jacked true. dude you to wield carry it. that around everywhere. Yeah. And Baze just happens to be that huge jacked dude who can wield it. Gosh, this is just such a good looking movie. Man. Couple days ago, she was just in prison. Now she just saw her dad die. Cassian gets out of prison. His mom is already dead. Mm. Man, at least Jen got to be with her father for a little bit. Last moments, I guess. I mean, obviously, the worst possible meet encounter she could have had. Probably not exactly a meet cute. Cassian said, Gaslight, gatekeep, girl boss. <laughs> You're in shock and looking for some place to put it. I've seen it before. Damn, man. I'm trying to think of maybe if we've seen someone in shock and looking for a place to put blame. I don't know. Best I can come up with off the top of my head is Kino Loy. Whenever he was like, uh, right after finding out about, mm. like, right after Olaf died, and he was like, "Get on program," and he like kept trying to get him to line up. Whenever he was talking to him about how, you know, I'd rather die fighting these bastards than giving them what they want. Mm. I need. I, I don't know. I need more Kino. It can't end okay. like that. There's no way. I. I. Come on. I hope they'll just realize in season two, if they didn't, and that's how they wrapped it up, oh, I hope they realized, like, oh, well, we need to reshoot a little bit. We need to add Kino Lloyd. That um, was a, good. this was a really important Cassie and Andor sequence there. I've been in, I've been in this fight since I was six years old. You're not the only one who's lost everything. Some of us just decided to do something about it. Mm, damn. Eesh. Really letting her know. Yeah, well, I mean, like, 
Maybe know, lost the best lost his dad at the hands of the Empire. Lost his home planet at the hands of uh, what I believe has been confirmed to be like Tarkin's uh, Clone War era mm. shit. Hmm. But uh, man, oh, man, Mustafa. Vader's castle, baby. See, look at this. Just that's some Star Wars shit. That's <laughs> some Star Wars ass shit. This fucking guy. it aha Krennic meeting meeting up with Vader for the first time mm. in the in the movie anyway they do kind of explain that this guy is uh he's familiar with Vader I'd say it probably doesn't get any easier to meet Vader um, no no anything. I think it's probably nerve-wracking no matter what and what's great is about this specific appearance and this specific set of dialogue is, I don't know. The stuff with Darth Vader made after you can really project Anakin Skywalker mm. onto it after the prequel trilogy. And mm. this one, I feel those vibes so fucking thoroughly, especially when he chokes this bitch later. Yeah. Uh, and he, and he does a little pun like that's oh. some, Anakin, that's, a, that's some Anakin Skywalker behavior right there. Not going to lie. Little cringe. Little, little. Um, I think so. I don't know. I've always loved it. The pun. It. It. When I first watched it, um, I thought it was cringe at first, but then every time I've watched it since, it's gotten less and less. And I've just no, I've I learned to love it. I think um, I, I. I think I love it just because I appreciate Darth Vader having like mm. his own sick, twisted version of humor. You know what I'm saying? Like he's like. Like he he walks off and he's like, "Ha ha! I fucking got his ass." You know what I'm saying? No, like, you're right. Yeah, I guess you know he is still a human in there. Yeah, at his core. So you're, yeah, and he is still an arrogant asshole that would yeah have his own type of. Be humor. careful not to choke on your aspirations, director. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hard, and I love that Krennic leaves this scene like, "Oh fuck yeah! I just got out of an interaction with Vader, and he like get, he just let me keep my job. He let me do all this shit." Everything's going well for me. And what? Oh, wait, wait a fucking minute. That that hurts. What the? Am I? Am I? Have I been poisoned? What the fuck's going on here? Like, oh, this guy's what? about to tell me a silly pun, and I'll completely get it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. No, it's good. I love it. I can't. I hate fucking that. love it, dude. And then, like, the imagery of him walking away in the background, the way that his reflection, like, there's V's. All over that scene. I don't know if you've noticed that. They're just on the walls. It looks like V's are carved into them and shit. Like there's just so much imagery with him. Mm. I forget that this part is so 
middle of the movie. It feels so much closer to the end. Like the last act really dominates. Holy crap, that is insane. Holy shit. That last act on Scarif really dominates the runtime, doesn't it? What's crazy to me about this is the the rebellion's been going for like nice and organized for about four years now. At this point, mm-hmm. roughly, there are a lot of people in the Rebel Alliance who are a lot less fuck it, we have to do this than I would have thought. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel like Jin's making that bad of, and you know, people do raise good points. You know, how are we supposed to believe you? Mm-hmm. Your father is an imperial scientist. What if you're just okay with him doing that and you're setting us up so that i don't know you gain your father's love back or something mm. like there's there's a lot of reason to be cautious but you know jin goes full kino loy in this bitch mm. she's gonna fuck this speech up and i love and you know she she throws the line cassian threw at her earlier in the movie back at everybody rebellions are built yeah. on hope yeah Dude, she's basically just saying, like, they don't have enough guards to stop us now, and if they realize it, then it'll be too late. It's literally, like, what, Cass- it's literally what Cassian told Kino Loy one-on-one in the dude. night before. That's sick. It's just like every single—it's again, goes back to what Nemec was talking about. Every little act of insurrection— pushes our lines forward, and obviously this is discussing a pretty massive act of ins- uh Sorry. Transgression against... It was just said. Yes, it was. Rebellions are built on hope. Oh, fuck. Got us. Got it. Uh, got this it. man's I going, like that, I but... say the rebellion is finished? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? You, you're going to tell me that you aren't in this for, like... Like, the rebellions are built on hope. What the fuck are you talking about, bro? Get the fuck out of here. I mean, that's... It's one thing to for us to be like, yeah, it's like any small insurrection or any small little thing is going to help on the greater scheme of things, but, like... These people, they're like, they're contemplating their legitimate lives here. They're like, okay, I'm going up against the Empire. They have Star Destroyers. They have a Death Star. They have, you know, it's like, um, it's legitimately life or death for them. Um, So, I mean, it's... We we just got a little uh, mm. Easter egg there. General Sindula, if you would report to... Mm talking about Hera in the background there, which I absolutely love. But uh, no, you're absolutely right. There's this part in the Star Wars... uh, Well, I can't talk about a novel right now when this is the best part of the fucking movie. Mm. Diego Luna is about to give give a a hell of a rousing speech that I think we're going to get a lot more out of this time. Mm. They have incredible chemistry, too. Diego Luna and Felicity Jones. Mm. I like to think every time he looks back he's looking straight at Melshi I want to listen I'm so great I'm so I know. They're, they're holding me in so hard with this I did for the rebellion ah oh, god damn Diego Luna's too fucking good, man. And the way I'm like, how you not listening to Jen there? Jen there? 
how are you not on the same page as this man? And obviously he's done, mm. like he says, he's been a saboteur. He's been a spy. He's been an assassin. Like he's done some, he's done some shit. You know, of course he's like, I got to make this worth it. But like, is it not worth it to free the galaxy for you, Mr. Senator, who doesn't have to fight? Man, dude, it, it's kind of nuts watching this, like, and seeing how good Diego Luna is, but like seeing the improvement that he like oh, yeah. he's way better he is honed. in Andor. Like he is honed he that is character. Cassian well, and there's also Andor. the fact that he was an executive producer of Andor. Oh. That, he had yeah. he had creative direction over that character mm. a bit, you know? Like that's uh, good. And that a uh, great example of the chemistry there between Felicity Jones, Diego Luna, and that mm. scene. I just they're fantastic. And I always love the rebels heading to their their craft, their spacecraft. The music building. It's triumphant. Oh, and I want to point out a cameo here in a second that will give us yet another Game of Thrones crossover, and it'll be no. relevant because he's appeared in the last two episodes we've covered on this podcast on Winter is Blooming. And uh, oh. it's not, I'll, I'll point it out as soon as it comes up. So if we're talking about something else, I'll interrupt you, but I noticed it last last night when I was watching this. I'm gonna try Friday. to guess. In the last two episodes that we've seen in Game extremely of Thrones, minor role, doesn't even have a line in this, uh, and he has a couple lines of dialogue in the last couple episodes. The twist, the guy with the he ties the beard underneath <laughs> his Roderick. mouth. No, it is not. But Damn. I'll point him out. I'll point him out. But uh, I thought I got it. That how one. about there with uh, uh, Bodhi Rook establishing the Rogue One name? Mm. What I love is there's a pull through in Empire Strikes Back. There's a Rogue Squadron. Mm-hmm. Someone goes at Rogue Five, Rogue Five, and there was never a Rogue Squadron before this. They set the standard for that shit, bro. God, they're Rogue One. They are Rogue One. I bet there isn't a Rogue One anymore. It starts with Rogue Two. Well, yeah, in honor, but like it's like they just called themselves. Well, I don't, that yeah. Rogue One only exists because there's a Rogue Two, you know, like or the no, I mean the, after this, in homage to Rogue mm, One, yeah, they they it all it all just comes after this that Rogue Squadron gets incepted and uh, how about to fucking mm. Bale being like I'm gonna go hail Ben Kenobi, I'm gonna send Leia on this job and Deuces, I'm going back to Alderaan. Oh Peace. no. Oh no. Scarif man. This 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 movie really did take us all over the map in the Star Wars universe. Just tons this of different is, planetary. This is a entities. Tony Stark wet dream. A shield of armor mm. around, around the, world. the world. Dude. That's a fact. Literally, Tony sees this. Oh, dude. Cummies. Imagine Ironheart actually. It creates that though, and that actually, you know, nuts. like d- that'd be dude. That has that to be nuts. Just says, "Hey, why don't Wakanda do that for the whole I've world?" Always, I've always been fascinated by this technology too, because this shield mm. is like specifically on the inside. It reminds me a lot of like evolved technology from the like Phantom Menace, mm. the like Trade Federation, yeah, ships that they had. I feel like it's a little reminiscent of that as far as like visuals, but it's the Empire that's folded it in. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean it I guess it makes sense. Like 
the Empire used the Trade Federation at first because they just had all the checkpoints already. And then, like, just might as well use the tech they already have. Like, it, it makes sense. Gosh. And to see how Star Wars this is, though. This is, you know, like, that, like, I don't know. Maybe season two is a little different. Um, but man, I mean, it, it was a really good real show, though. Like, I Mm -hmm. can't, I cannot ever fault it for that. But like, I just, it would, it would be even better if they could somehow wrap in more Star Wars stuff, I guess. Well, I think even watching like Cassian traverse planet to planets every time that he was on a ship, at least for a brief moment, like they could have given us a glimpse of that, you know, like he would just show up places and I'm perfectly okay with that from a storytelling pacing perspective. But like, you know, we're, I want to see the, I want to see what he's doing, you know, I want to ride with my boy Cassian in dull moments too. But, uh, Hmm. how, uh, I, I mean, I guess this, this tower does make sense why they have a literal shield shield of armor around the world, but like feels faulty to hide all your most important information in one singular tower. Or is that more strategic because the galaxy's so big and you don't want to spread your resources? That, ooh. Because I guess the Empire would think we have a shield of armor around the entire planet. We mm. have a garrison. There he is. There he is. Yorin. <gasps> Yorin? Yorin. Yor- the Night's Watchman. <gasps> what? That was talking to Tyrion? Yeah. yeah. The one that was just like chilling with him? Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. He's just he's just some rebel in this. I love it. Sick. But she's having another epic, epic speech moment. She quoted Sagarera there a little bit ago. Mm. He used to say that. 20 men with uh, a man with a stick and nothing to lose can win the day. Mm. What a fucking great speech, man. First one. First one. The most reliable man for Cassian. He goes, Melshi, Mm. this is what you're doing. Make ten men feel like a hundred. Fucking God, I love that guy. I'd follow him. Oh, I'd follow him. He's such a good leader, dude. I love both of them together, man. I wish that Jen and Cassian just could have had more time. It really sucks that they like they would have been rebellion generals after this. Dude, Cassian just said that effortlessly. That's just he didn't like. He wasn't even yelling. You know, he wasn't even. That was just like how he talked. That's just how he well, talks. To, like how, he makes insane. people. He makes people feel so relatable. Like when he leads, he inspires hope from within. Like whenever him and Melshi are like hanging on that cliffside and he's like, they're going away. They're going away. He's like, quit saying that. I said, I hear you. I said, I hear you. Yeah. Like I I hear you. Do your thing. I didn't say uh, give up. I said, I hear you, man. You know, like, and, and then he's like, yeah, they're leaving. They're leaving. You can do this. Like, oh, Tell tell me they're leaving again. Like, fucking amazing Mm. but uh i'm excited to see more of cassian impersonating a uh imperial soldier or an imperial uh just in general imperial clothing because Mm. we did see that on aldani a little bit and it looks like he's honed his craft come this time 
whenever he mm. shows up again. Oh yeah. yeah. He's a spy. He's like, he fits. He knows what he's doing. He, this is, it's not his first rodeo. Nah, far from it. Every time I see this, I'm reminded about battlefront too. Just that specific shot. Yeah. Very reminiscent of that game. Mm-hmm. I played it a few times here and there. Uh, oh, I fucking love Battlefront. Man, there's, there's like there's I don't play something a lot of video about, games. but yeah, but something about combining just a video game and Star Wars. It's like I don't know. It's I just need VR to become more real, and then mm-hmm. there to be a the totally immersive Star Wars game that comes out, whatever that happens to be. Um, and oh, maybe. Maybe a full, like, RPG game where you're a youngling. There's the chance that Anakin goes off and and just kills you. There's a chance you're a youngling and you can get killed by Anakin. Or... Like, Vader will chase you down? Yeah. Or you get lucky and you're, like, pre-Anakin era. You know, you're just just before all that. Uh, You just don't know. Um, If you see Anakin pop up, you're just like, fuck, if you're a youngling. So it's... But, no, that's dark. That could be a, <laughs> that could be fun. I'd say uh, I'd say some people would want to see what it would be like to get slain by Darth or by Anakin. You know, oh for sure. So fair enough. There's got to be multiple game stories though. At that point, I'm like, this isn't all I want to do here. There's so many more errors. There's so much. There's so much to see in this galaxy. I don't want to be fucking afraid that hmm. Vader's gonna pop up and kill me at oh. all times. And of course, it's fun every now and then. <laughs> God, this is so Star bad. Wars, dude. That that's the thing, man. Like it's so fucking you nice. you can't look at a frame of of this and tell me that we're not in Star Wars. Oh, and that's that's that is what's interesting about all these uh like the discussion in is in comparison to Andor mostly whenever we're talking about this right now and uh they filmed on location for so much shit. You know, like they didn't leave Earth to tell their story. And and like uh, like the the hills of Scotland on Aldani, and like they built the Ferric set, and it's true. Like I guess it made it it made it visually good. very beautiful. Um, yeah. That's without a doubt. Like, and I I guess I don't know. Would I rather sacrifice some visual beauty for you know just more immersive God. Star Wars experience. I don't know. I, I I don't really know if it's a if it's a benefit, you know. I think it's more of just a a cherry on top sort of right. Thing. No, I feel um, you. I feel you. I fucking love seeing Melshi leading a couple seconds ago. Mm-hmm. See Bays be lugging that thing around. That thing is heavy. He is a fucking man. Yeah, it's a goddamn yeah, it's, man. That's right there. that's the compromise, I guess. You know, the all that power, it's gotta it's gotta be a little heavy, I guess. It do, it do yeah. indeed. And and like they just have so much like they complement each other so well in their fighting styles, like sure it's really graceful and and Baze is just like a fucking brute that's gonna <laughs> yeah. fuck you up guaranteed. Yeah, you can you know, one's all stealth and comes in and, and sneaks up, does everything he can to not make a single sound, and then right whenever the attack happens. It's like, all right, now now it's my turn. That's my I cue. fucking love when all those bombs were going off, and they're mm-hmm. and Krennic's like, "What the fuck? How about y'all get the fuck on that then?" Okay, that's some avatar shit. Uploading his own or like connecting their whatever those mm-hmm. were called an avatar, right? 
turrets of fucking G, man. Oh, dude, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm just Climb. thinking. I know the future, man. I know what. Climb. It's so sad, man. Everybody you're watching right now. Everyone. Dies. Everyone. Every single one. That's what's crazy. Like, that's not, that's not an exaggeration. They literally all die. That's what's like, that's what's so ballsy about this movie, man. Literally, whenever you like, how is the movie? Oh, they all die. Like, you could actually say that for this movie, and people would think you're joking, but you're not. This part, man, I fucking love it. Ben Mendelsohn is fantastic. Mm. He's like, um, excuse me. <laughs> He's like, are y'all just going to stand around and fucking watch then? <laughs> Dude, honestly, that, the, whatever helmet that is, is just sick. Rocking? Yeah, it's just sick. It is her, cool. her whole fit it yeah, goes hard. She's- She's she's rocking that thing. <laughs> like an open ship, they're just like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to look in there. <laughs> this feels OP. Mm. <laughs> Bay's like just mowing them down as soon as they leave yeah. the fucking elevator. Yeah, that's how D-Day was, though. That's... So it's like, um... I don't know. That was how T Day. So it's it's sometimes oh Yeah, sometimes that's just how it is. That's just the way it is. Okay, damn, you're right. That does look pretty good. I it's just like it's it, just it, the it, eyes. That's the only thing. Something about it that like it is obviously video gamey mm-hmm. and a little bit mm-hmm. uh and a little not but that's the thing, it's not plastic though. Mm-mm. Like it doesn't, it's, it doesn't feel stiff. Like if they're still I portraying think, motion for me with that. Oh, that's got it. Well, you wouldn't really feel it, I guess, because you'd be out instantly. You, would you wake up? I don't. I think your skull's crushed off you, of that. You, actually, you have a fra- Yeah, you have a skull um, fracture. You have a that. dent in your it. head forever. This um, guy being like, "Holy fucking shit, Mon Mothma!" There's rebels on fucking Scarif. And this has always been an interesting character moment for Mon for me, especially now in the reframing. Like them being like, because she wanted to believe in Jin so hard, but nobody else was, everybody was like being real cautious about it. And she mm-hmm. was like, hey man, they're about it. They're going to like, they should, they could probably pull this off. Hmm. Everybody to your stations. Fucking amazing. You think these flight suits are orange because it's... I mean, that would be really cool. That would be really cool. Um, They do have a generally white and orange aesthetic. I do think think that has to be intentional in some capacity, whether it's just that they're trying to evoke that imagery with the prisoners to let us know, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. these are are the good guys. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it would make sense, like... Where you get the material to make all these jackets from, and probably most cool. of the people in the rebellion are that would be cool prisoners. The first thing they get rid of are their, you know, their prisoner uniforms. Mm-hmm. But instead of just throwing them out, make it useful, right? And gather all the material somehow. I don't know. That's I don't know. I can make that cannon. I could head cannon that ass. Mm-hmm. 
This is a so, fucking genius idea on Bodie Rook's part here. Mm. Just being like, just keep telling them there's a bunch of rebels at a bunch of different places. <laughs> they don't have good enough technology apparently to track that this is coming from the same fucking thing. In the Citadel Tower at that too. Yeah, like you presumably think like one of the. It's their fucking. Yeah. Cassian talks about it. They're so fucking fat and happy in mm. there. They don't think anything's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. While they're in there, like the planetary mm-hmm. boundary should be enough in their minds. They don't make mistakes that allow mm-hmm. people in. And they did. Fuck no, baby. Uh-uh. And Chirrut knows it. He's like, nope. Nope, Baze. You gotta you gotta see this shit, man. Ironically enough. <laughs> Carabast! I love Carabast as a uh, Star Wars curse. What do you think? You think he's just saying fuck? Or what what do you think he's saying there? what Carabast is. (laughs) Uh, Carabast. I remember Mm. Zeb said it a lot. Man, those light speed calculations got to be exact to come no. out and not like hit any other shit. No. Or like, yeah. well, there's one where I'm like fairly certain someone's about to run into somebody. Like, it was, like they came out of hyperspace. Oh, oh. Like, not have foreseen that. Like, look at all that, man. They just cut, they just pop out there. That is pretty nuts. Like, I, I guess like if you all follow the exact same trajectory and you take mm. off from the exact like in that position, you should show up in that position. In theory, I mean. Yeah, lights light travels at one speed. They know how fast they're going. Yeah. I guess at that as technological long as they level. They, they know. Damn, do you think hyperspace like and I like the way that they I feel like they redoctored footage from the original trilogy for that. Like mm. the pilots that are leading the squadrons. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, this they, this they should... were really authentic to the style. Oh um, it's so, and everything. It's, oh, it's this so would be the worst. Like the shield of battle, like oh, and this is some of the coolest imagery in all of Star Wars as far as a ship crash is concerned. Mm. Like ship destruction, you Mm. know. I think to like a fucking uh, Dinjarin ship, Mm. Razorcrest when that shit went down. I remember that being jaw dropping, but it wasn't like Uh, cool, you know. Like that's like that's visually like oh shit, uh, the Death Star. That'd be Uh, yeah, naturally that's a ship. That is a ship. Technically technically a ship. That's no moon, that's for sure. <laughs> that is no moon. That is a space station. <laughs> I am Sir Alec Guinness. Man. Dude, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this, aren't there? Whenever they start listing off all the file names. Yeah, that'll that'll be a second, but uh mm. I love that Cassian's like the people who he is delegating to are like Bodie. And obviously Melshi, he's coming. He keeps mm. coming back to Melshi. But Bays and Chirrut, he's like, y'all, y'all are now in charge of Rogue One. Y'all are Rogue mm. One for being for real. He just trusts them. He mm-hmm. has to like it. He has something to believe in. He knows what he needs to know and feels all he needs to feel, and those things came together, and therein he's an unstoppable force for mm. good. That he is. Holy that shit. He, is. he got yeah, that, that you know he got airlifted. We say that Cassian like inspires the 
the hope and inspires the rebellion spirit in others. But we got to talk about how Cassian really got it inspired into him from yeah, Clem and Clem, from Clem Marva. to Marva to Luthen to Bix to, to Jen in this movie, Vel to Senta, like all of these people to Nemec. Yeah, they all shape. They all sh- Kino. Kino. Oh, dude. Oh my god. God, I fucking love when the X wings enter triumphantly. Mm. That's one of my <laughs> favorites. And then, like the soldiers on the ground react. It's like, yes, like they needed that shit. You know, mm. like they didn't think anyone that's was. Hype. Yeah, that's, that's... Was they thought they were it. They they yep. were done. You know, and they're like, oh shit, this really might this really might happen. Mm. That's got to be hype. I mean, life or death, and then you see air support. Yeah. I'm rallying. I'm rallying. And Bodie stepping into his shoes, man. And, like, that's that's one of those things when Galen was like, hey, man, you can be more than this. You just got to choose to do it. He mm. went and he fucking did it, man. He gets his goddamn job done. Uh. He goes out in, as a hero, and no one will ever know his name. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's so fucking cool about this movie. You know, we didn't we didn't know Cassian, Andor, and Jin Erso led the mission that got them the Death Star plans. Mm. You know, it's not something we learned until this fucking movie. And something like Luke Skywalker and Leia Organa like talked all about. This movie was inspired by the first minute of Star Wars. You know, like, here's the plans. Get them off planet. Leia's put them in R2, you know? Like, it, that's it. Yes. And it's like, oh, let's just see what happened right before then. That's that's just... Uh. Oh, it's like, that must have had to have been one hell of a mission then, mm. you know? <laughs> and goddamn it was. Man. I feel like this imagery really calls back to Empire whenever they're mm. in there. And kind of a Narkina Five a little bit. Oh yeah, there's a little there's a little Narkina Five vibe here, and it's the Empire. You know, it's cold, it's clean. Mm. That's how everything is. Mm. I love that he's like, yeah, sorry <laughs> oh, guys, you? I'm gonna sacrifice myself for you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably what this is gonna have to be eventually. But as long as you're safe, God, I. <laughs> There's something the about this that just makes me pray that that's B. Like, for him to go out in the, like, B doesn't have to be exempt from being inspired by Marva on Ferrix. You know, Mm-mm. like, what if he is K2SO and he goes out in one of the biggest things for the Rebellion ever? Dude, like, that'd be an amazing development in Season 2. Is if we see K2SO, like, and the birth of K2SO from, from B, wait, B2MO, K2SO. Yeah, B2EMO. Oh, B2EMO, K2SO. But they specifically regard those droids on Niamos as KX droids. K2SO, KX, B2MO? Yeah, man. I don't or know. Or B two E M O B B two K two. It's usually K X. Yeah, it's usually K X. Melshi, man. This guy got a whole fucking arc in a mm. in a in a show. 
five, six years later because he was he was just prevalent enough. And I love that. And we're you not know? even done with him, probably. No, maybe nope, I guess back. I guess no, no way. This is the first time they see each other again, right? No, no, they they come back together in the in the rebellion at some point. Yeah, and I wonder if they find each other. Like, I wonder if he goes. They separate. It's on Narkeena see- Five. Oh, they, yeah. It's for they go back to Kino. Okay. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Man, gosh the the space battles in this movie these are top tier. Mm. It's just kind of it it established everything that George Lucas probably wanted to, but just literally mm. could not. Yeah, accomplish. like like the tracking system stuff. We yep. we have we have the technology to make it look way better, but just deciding to stick with the old computer thing that they came up with in 1977, you know, is like right. just super cool. Like we we could make it look way better, but no. And and all the this, the maps yeah, this is what Star for the rebellion, Wars looks yeah, like. and all, and the maps for the rebellion, like mm. it's it they they don't move. They're oh, here's stagnant. the uh, Marco Mega mm. Pax Aurora. Mm. Oh, Mark Omega. It's a weird name for an Imperial file. Omega. Oh. Palpatine. War mantle. War mantle. Sorry, sorry about that. my other head cannon. Oh um, no, I, I, I exaggerated <laughs> a little for the tweets. No, it's 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 it was it was hilarious. I found it very funny. Good. Um, I got a good laugh out of it. You when would. I, was I knew it. you would. I knew. I knew you wouldn't be like, "What the fuck?" Man? Oh yeah, no, yeah. I would. Oh no, actually, I am very mad. I'm beyond. Yeah, wait pissed. a second. Um, I'm done. I'm leaving. <laughs> actually, I re. I'm. I redecided. I redecided. But no. Um, What's crazy too is looking at those like shore troopers. Those are the ones that lock Cassian up on Narcana Five. Uh-huh. Similar, uh, the same droid armor because it's beach. Or droid armor, stormtrooper armor. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Stardust. She Cassian. just knew. She knew it was hers. Remember, Stardust. That's his last words. Remember, and he knew that. Stardust. That's the thing is, he knew that, and he knew that she would know that. No, okay, dude. It's just getting so climb, bad. climb. Oh no. Oh. B B K K dude. Like I don't I think this is I think you might have gotten it. I That'd be ideal. Because Man, I guess he could get attached to another droid close enough, to, you know, to make him yeah. that emotionally. I I don't know. Um I feel like if it's B it's Maybe more of he's more of a wreck. I feel right. maybe I don't know. I, I have know. a I have a something I just just thought to me. It just came to me. Brasso and Bix, if within the rebellion, I guess they could be off on some other mission when the news of this mission comes from Cassian. Is it a sign that they're probably not in the rebellion if they're not on this mission with Cassian? Because that they would, you know, 
like Brasso at the very least would go. Or or did he? No, or it means that they're just no longer alive. alive. Yeah. But they don't have to join up, you know? Like, they don't technically have to be in the rebellion, you know? They just feel like they would be. Okay. But it'd be interested if they never find their way there. I don't think Brasso... Brasso is 100%. Brasso would 100% become... A rebel? There's no doubt. Okay. Either something has to happen where maybe he, like, he has to take care of Bix. You know, like, there's no one else that can take care of her or something like that. Um, But that's the thing is the rebel cause doesn't really enlist, like, just randos for a while. You know, like, Mm. like, at the stage of the rebellion we see in uh, Andor... It's not organized. Nobody knows they're in the rebellion. Like the Aldani rebels are just people who are pulling off a job for somebody. Mm. They believe in it, you know, but they they're not in the rebellion. They're just rebels. Mm. They're fighting back in their own little way, not in the purpose of some larger thing as far as they know it. Real quick, what time are you at? Mine buffer just for a second. I just want to make sure. 110, 150, 11, 150, 12, Man. Mm. It really calls back to Empire Strikes Back, the way they jump, the, the jumping onto the... Uh... Onto that shit in the middle, like I just, I just get the on Cloud City Vader versus Luke vibe mm. in that place. Oh, okay. Man, climbing. How how do they can how can they make something just so simple? Climb, yeah. climb. All oh, the music, dude. What's also great about this, uh, according to the novelization, is. Jin, when she sees the man in white as she knows him, she does not know he's Orson Krennic. She knows he's the man in white who came and took her dad. And that's how he's how she's regarded him her entire life. Wow. You've ruined everything. I don't even know who you are. You know, like mm, Yeah. Jeez. God. I mean honestly it's probably better that that guy just that was a lightsaber hilt before, dude. Yeah. He gripped it extra hard there. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Man, this one, this one fucks me up, man. I, uh... He d- he gets the job done. He gets the communications array... Set. Ready to go. Oh... Base, Charat, come back. And like, I saw an interesting um, theory that like he he was very blind there at the end, mm-hmm. um, and he never seemed blind whatsoever beforehand until that very moment. Right. Um, and people were like, "Well, why? You know, why would he all of a sudden stumble and to find a control?" 
Right. But like, I think it's just, he was so like, he used so much just uh, how, like, I don't know. And I don't even know. Yeah. He just trusted so in the force. Like he believed he, in the force that so he believed in the force would protect him. Oh man. They're just. Oh wait. I think it's because he did what he needed to do, and right yeah. when he did, then he knew it was that. That was that. That was it. It's like he. What the force? God. And Baze goes. You know what? I'm gonna go out swinging. That's what I'm gonna do. Y'all took turret from me, homie. I don't fuck with that. That's not gonna stand. Yeah, he's he's not gonna he's not gonna be okay with that. I love the way they designed Moncalas in this in the modernized mm-hmm. version of it. Mm-hmm. Moncals. Calamari. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. I know that that's a good example of like actually sort of modernizing something though to make it look better but not changing the style of it oh yeah like it looks so good i've I've Mm. always oh this is this Mm. is the coolest aerial battle thing Mm. ever this is and a huge part of the mission as well i get this doesn't happen dude they're fucked yeah so many things had to go right here that's insane there were so many points of failure Mm. everything went exactly right you know what I mean, not exactly right. You know, the Death Star does blow them all up at the end. But um, Mm. everything before that went exactly as it needed to. Mm. This is for you, Galen. God, Bodie. I love you, man. I love me some Bodie Rook. And bye, Bodie Rook. Crazy that once... Once everyone just does what they needed to do. Yep. And you know what they're all doing? They're all burning their future Mm. for a sunrise they know they'll never see. The way that show just so perfectly captures the essence of what rebellion and the cause against the empire is about is just god and base as much Mm. a rebel as any of them takes one last look at Chirrut man is ready to join the force no uh yeah, bro. I, I, that's the point in the mission where I might go. Well, that was it. I tried, and there's a door that could cut me in half. Maybe that's just it for me, you know. Uh, I'm I love losing. the rebellion. I hate the empire. I don't it's know about not that. Do me, it's not going <laughs> to do me any good, or the rebellion any good for me to get cinched off at the hip. At the hip, you know. <laughs> And this shit, the Hammerhead Corvette being used Goated. for exactly what it was meant to. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is this is the perfect 
fucking ship to do something like that. Oh, makes so much sense. Just ram a big ship into another one. And well, a small ship into a bigger ship and then big ship into bigger ship. Yeah. <laughs> the domino effect, baby. They're like, all right, now you got to fucking, you got to straighten that goddamn antenna. You know, nothing can ever go right. Go ahead and straighten that antenna. Um, That's what we're going to need. Well, and what's also really effective about Bodhi's death that you don't even realize because you, you're focused on Bodhi is their ride is now gone. They literally no longer have a means to get off planet. I didn't even think of that. So even if, even if the death, even if the Death Star didn't even shoot, you know, say they, well, no, they could have yeah. kept fighting, but like, they did what they needed to do. They knew, they saw the Death Star in the sky. You know, they were ready. Oh, God, God, that's fucking awesome. It's just like I love mm. seeing the Empire fucking crumble. It's so fucking amazing to watch them lose. You know? That's how I know that we just like fuck fascists, dude. And I love that these stories are just like, yep, we agree. So yeah, what's the idea here? So this is all of their data in one place, and now they're just like, all right, let's shoot at the Citadel Tower ourselves. I think they, like, I'm pretty sure the people who are instructed are being told this, it's worth it to destroy it. Mm. This is too important. I guess fair. True. The man in white learning. Gosh, and I love the like. I haven't watched this since I read Catalyst. The way Galen Erso just completely fucks their family and manipulates Galen. It's so goddamn satisfying to watch Jin complete what was Lyra's goal to turn mm. to, to like kind of be like Orson can't get away with it. And there you have it, folks. Mm. Fucking Andor. Bum bum. That's our boy. Mm. Mm. Yes. Take that shield yes. generator out. It's gone. Goodbye. Dude, that one hammerhead ship, dude. That one ship. And they're transmitting the message, man. That's the shit Leia goes and puts in R2. That's what they all look at in the in the briefing right yep. before they go blow that shit up. Jin's Damn. like, and this is the Batman, Selena mm. Kyle. You don't have to pay with him. <laughs> You've paid enough. Oh. I love how the plans are so... Do you think anybody's listening? Mm. Somebody's out there. 
God. That's not good. No, that's a, that's a problem on the horizon. Or above the horizon, rather. <sighs> Single reactor ignition. That's nuts. Because there's... Mm-mm-mm, seven? Right? Because, yeah. oh, dude, that would make so... It makes... Fuck. Of course it's fucking seven. Oh, damn. I didn't even... Mm. And the thing he spent all his life creating about to take his own. File when ready. Mm. You may file when ready. Mm. I love that noise. God, and the music the right e- now. Oh, it didn't make the e- noise. Destroying the oh. antenna. Oh. But the message is gone, man. Man. God. If I remember correctly, some of them don't make it out of this. Yep. Mm. Oh. God, it's liter- it literally takes us up right to the moment. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, man. Just telling her what he'd like to hear about his mama. What she assured of him assured him of after her death anyway through Brasso. That's just insane to think like I don't even know what to say. I don't I don't even know. Dude, I like imagine. Oh, it just hurts so bad now. It already hurt really bad, man. Ah, fucking A. That. It already. For what, man? For what? A Death Star, you know? (laughs) Like, I mean, I know. It is pretty big, but like. It is like their whole power. It's like everything for them, but like. Oh, man. I guess dude. he literally yeah. did die for everything, so. Yeah. It, I mean, and, and then we do get one of the most badass scenes right after, though, but yeah. like. This is. Well, and now that you've watched, like, now that I've watched Andor, this is all the more horrifying, you know? Like, rebels were never faceless, necessarily, like the stormtroopers were. But mm. now I feel like I've connected with a lot of a lot more of them. Yep. Uh, this is just unfortunate for these guys. Yeah, no, I mean, oh my god. Not much you can do. Now you're fucked. You're fucked. 
I... I'm surprised you didn't hand that off earlier, homie. Go! Man, those dudes went down knowing they had to they had to block him from going in there. Like that that's the thing too is it's not like Vader didn't make it in time. Mm. It, people fought him the whole way there knowing that this is where nothing. this is where we die. Yep. Like every every single like it's just like I after watching Andor I'm just thinking so much more about how every single one of them has a life and motivations and personality and God. Mm. All of it. For the rebellion. Fucking favorite character of all time. Oh. (sighs) Okay. There you have it, man. How... How they not know what the transmission was? You know, was how are they that? Uh, did they? Did the whole rebellion not know that this mission was happening? You know, oh, I think how, that, how, what is this guard? Well, you know, Leia, Leia is under the guise of a diplomatic mission, like she tells Vader. The people they don't they don't know because they're with Leia all the time. They're not in the rebellion room, you know. Like they're just okay. Leia, Leia was okay. told by Bail, she was like, "All right, we're going on a diplomatic mission, mm. homies. It's secretly a rebellion mission." Mm. And and nobody and they're like, "So what the fuck is this then, huh? It must be pretty fucking important if we if we were going to go into all that." Um, like yeah, that's uh, damn. No, never mind. No, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, no, I'm good. <laughs> so what I want to do now mm. is play it. favorites and rate it. Or my girt, most Where definitely. Let's do oh, it. We definitely I'm so have fucking to do that. glad we did another. Happy Thanksgiving, man. Oh, yeah. Another, another mm. fucking, another live commentary in the books. I have much to be thankful for in Star Wars is very high on that list, especially Andor and Rogue One. The fact that Andor will eventually take us straight up to the moment before Cassian goes to the Rings of Kathreen at the beginning of the movie and meets uh, meets the guy who he soothes and then kills. Mm. They're going to take us right up to that. Like him leaving to go do that. Really? That's like the last literally... scene of the show. We we already know that. Tony Gilroy's already said that. That is the, oh, I that didn't know is that. the end of the show. Okay, wow. We will have something that will take us from the beginning of Cassian's story right up to Rogue One, and it will pick up right where Rogue One starts, and Rogue One will end right where A New Hope starts. Like, do you think that's what they're just trying to do, is actually just literally fill the entire timeline? I mean, that would be, I I don't know that they necessarily, I don't know that they necessarily need to, but it would be, it would be pretty cool and pretty ambitious. I mean, like you, the Bad Batch could last a while, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, who knows how long of a span that show ends up covering. 
Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi gives us like a 10 years. So five years before Andor, 10 years after Revenge of the Sith. Hmm. But, uh, dude, I, f- I fucking love that movie. And uh, I'm so fucking I... glad we talked about it again. Uh, I don't know that we've we've never talked about it, but another live commentary in the books. I'm so mm-hmm. fucking happy. Let's do favorites. I put it on the uh, where we do the Andor after party. I just added oh, a little row right below that. there for Rogue One, so we can have all of our Rogue Ones there too, and compare it with that rating. So, um, I think favorite character. Ooh, okay, this is actually going to be a little more difficult. It's been I reframed thought. a little bit. Yeah. But in this singular movie, I don't think I can. It's still Jyn Erso. It's still Jyn Erso. Yeah. There's like no question. There's no character. Character. Let's see. Does anyone beat Jyn Erso? The only one who I would hear out, weirdly enough, is Orson Krennic. He doesn't see character development over the course of the movie. But the story that is told with him, how his ambitions burnt him down, the thing he built destroys him. Jin kills him, but again. Mm. Now that lends me back to Jin. Yeah, I think think it's just Jin. I think so. Jin. Let's see. That's that's the one for me. I guess yeah, that's that's fair. The performance can go. That that's the one that can really go anywhere, kinda. Yeah, you know, like even Mads Mickelson in as few scenes as Galen brings it to the brings it to the fucking table. Uh Reesopman is Bodie Rook. Is it out there to give K2SO the performance? Alan Tudyk does have I don't know. That's quite a the voice out there though. He has quite he's quite the voice. I was just I just did, had no idea that it was Alan Tudyk. The only thing I know Alan Tudyk from is like Tucker and Dale vs. Evil, and it's this like spoofy horror movie. You ever um, seen Dodgeball? He's in. Oh my god, he's the pirate. He's Steve the pirate. He's fuck. Oh my god, you're right. Okay, wow that that I that's okay. That's what I should. Peter Gar. <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah, I didn't know that that's the voice of, of K2SO, though. Um, hmm. Yeah, okay. So Jin definitely just, she's getting the character. That's there's regardless. No Performance? Now, the, there's a few I'd hear out here. Ben Mendelsohn, as Orson Krennic again. Felicity Jones, obviously, is topping, tip-topping that list. Mm. Uh, Diego Luna, as Cassian Andor, has got to be up there. And then the other one, would be uh, Donnie Yen as Chirrut. Chirrut. That's, that's uh, I don't know. I was kind of thinking of, about him. Um, hmm. Let's see. This one, two Oscars? Best Achievement in Sound Mixing and Best Achievement in Visual Effects at the Oscars. Okay. So... Did it win any Kansas City Film Critics Circle Award? I need to know. No. We 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 we, we fumbled the bag. 
What are we doing? God we didn't damn. do our job. We're, not, we're sleeping. We are sleeping. We're sleeping. And they <laughs> and they love it when we're asleep. That's when they thrive. Ooh, I don't know. The performance is kind of hard here, actually. I am going to go with ah I I feel so wrong to not go again with Felicity Jones as Jen or so. Um That's true. Like it's just the the Wait. shit where she's getting the message from her dad and then the last standoff with Orson there at the end, the conversation with Cassie and the hug on the beach. Gen- there was another Game of Thrones, General Dodonna. General, yeah, he was he's Barristan he was... Selmy. Was that earlier in the movie? Did we did we see that? He's uh he's in like or... the rebellion. He's in the rebellion. Like at the circle. very end. Yeah, I pointed it out while we were watching it, but it might have just been muddled. Um, Shit. Man, there's just we, how we how many uh, freaking there's just so many people. But okay, it, it is very fair for. Jen just to win both here. Um, but you know what? To... Do you want to go with Jen? But I might sp- I, sp- I could spice it up if we need to go with another guy too. To spread the love. I think we should spread the love a little bit. And I don't know. My, maybe it's, My maybe vote it's... would be Ben Mendelsohn. He did. He did very well. What else is he in that I know? Him Captain about? Marvel. He's the scroll. <laughs> He's Talos. Oh, oh He's my god, Talos. he looks so I will never unsee that now. Oh. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. And he's in Dark Knight Rises? Yes. What? Ready Player 1, Sorrento. Yeah, that's he's it. the main. That's okay. That's what I knew him as as his face. I yeah. didn't, now that you say scroll though, I now I see his face in the scroll. I forgot I about never player honest. one. That's absolutely what. Yeah, no doubt. But uh, um, but wow. Okay, uh, that's that's yeah. I'll, I'll go Jen if you want to go him. I'll go um, Ben Mendelsohn. Or, I will. I would. I would give it to Felicity Jones. But I we like yeah. spreading the love here, and uh, you know, there's there's a lot of great performances in this movie. And uh, maybe maybe Diego Luna had a shot, but then we watched him as Cassian in Andor, and it's just crazy how much he's honed in that character and elevated it in many ways. So mm. uh, it's it's hard to say Cassian was the best when we've seen him better, I think. And he still did fantastic, you know. It's just that Diego Luna is a different fucking level in Andor. Yeah, he's he reached a different level. He's truly honed in the character. For sure. Like, there's no question about it in Andor. Like, I don't see Diego Luna on screen, like, when I'm watching Andor. Um, that's only right. one guy. Um, but, okay. Ben, his last name, that's a, that's a last name. Men, Mendelssohn? The O-H-N, the, the son, Mendelssohn, ends in an S-O-N. Um, son. Mendelssohn. As Bobby Orson is Orson, Orson. Krennic. Yep, Orson. Orson. I, if, yeah, if, if I get any of the spelling wrong, it bugs the crap out of me. So I have to... to Krennic. Krennic. There we go. Beautiful. 
All right. Now, uh, scene. Oh, well, fuck. Come on. Um, is it just obvious? I mean, we just watched it. Well, I, again, I'm going to spread the love a little bit. Uh, I feel like the obvious scene is the last one. It's it's just so triumphant. And like, okay, well, wait, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're not the same kind of obvious I am. I was talking about the Cassian and Jin, not Darth Vader. Um, okay, cool. If that's cool. what you're thinking. Not I'm Darth very Vader. relieved by that. Um, yeah, no, not, not Vader. It, maybe if we want to just say that those are the best two. I, I don't know. You can't really even, say that I Vader's even the best scene Vader in the movie. Best, it's no. just a cameo. It's just, it's just that's really what extra. it is. It's more, it's yeah. more a cherry on top. I just yeah. know that if we had, and I don't think he'll listen to this, but I'm a, I'm a name drop him anyway, Miles or Tillman here. Those are no doubt the be- like they are both going with that scene. It's the only good part of the movie, actually, yeah. Um, yeah. now that I think about it. um. It's the only part of the movie that I enjoyed uh, because <laughs> every other part of the movie wasn't honestly Star Wars enough. Right, um, right. Now that I now that I reflect, now that I think about it again, no, but uh, but is it okay if it's not that? Do we just go both of the horizons blowing up? Um, one. I was gonna say Jen getting the message from her dad and the Jetta city getting destroyed on the outside, or Cassian and Jen on the beach at the end after I'll say I'll say Cassian and Jen at the beach if you want to because I know you like Saw um I think you like Saw more more than I and Jen more than I I feel um you've read a lot more of her so Mm, true enough I feel like that one's closer to you uh, if you want it no yeah I'll take it then I, I think that is my favorite scene in the movie and uh I mean, we also get Mads Mikkelsen and probably his most triumphant moment of the movie there as well. You know, the raid on Edu, that's another one that's like fucking crazy underrated and goes under the radar in this movie. Mm. Um, whenever Galen actually dies and stuff like uh, that whole sequence is transformative on this movie. Makes them reach that desperation where they have to go, okay, we just got to do this ourselves. But, uh, yeah, I think I gotta go Galen's message to his stardust. Stardust. And then Saw dies. I say that, that that's the scene. Yeah. She gets the message, they get out. And then the Saw whole dies. destruction of Jeddah, yeah. I guess Saw Guerrera and Jeddah die. Is it yeah. J-E-T-A? Oh, of course. And Jeddah Jeddah die. Jedi, Jedi. It yeah. sounds like, yeah. I guess yeah, it's yeah, where it's a lot. One hundred percent purposeful. Yeah, it's where a shit ton of Kyber is. That makes sense, I guess. Uh, right? Is that that's what was it? Yeah, they were mining yeah. Kyber in this yeah. movie. Yeah. Quote: Rebellions are built on hope. Is pretty hard good. That's to, that's very hard memorable. Not to go with it. Um. Let's see. Climb. That. Ooh, okay. Climb. Yeah. Yes. Let's see what IMDb. Has I am to one say. with the force, and the force oh, is with me. That's the first one on IMDb. Be careful not to choke on your aspirations, <laughs> director. <laughs> make make ten, ten men, men feel, feel like, like a hundred. That's, that's a subtle. That's a sleeper. That is. Uh, it's not even so sleeperish for me. I'm tempted. I'm. Mm. I'm outright tempted by that one. What uh, about boat? Bodie saying this is Rogue One, declaring Ooh. that's I don't know that's a, that's another sleeper there. Um, Save the rebellion. 
Save, Save the, the dream. dream. Ooh, <laughs> tempted again. Anything in soccer is voice. God, I just want to. I don't know. His voice is so soothing. If we can make it to the ground, we'll take the next chance and the next on and on until we win or the chances are spent. Jen or so in the speech she gives to the soldiers on their way to Scarif. Mm. Your behavior, Jen Erso, is continually unexpected. Yes. That was cute. I'ma go with my I'ma go with the sleeper. And it's not so sleeper for me since it was a part of my favorite scene. Mm. And this is this is more based in the fact that I've read the books and I've grown to like Galen Urso a great deal. Okay. So, so I did the one thing nobody expected. I lied. I learned to lie. I played the part of a beaten man resigned to the sanctuary of his work. And it's a long fucking passage. It's not even really a fucking line, so like it's hard. But I made myself indispensable, and all the while I laid the groundwork for my revenge. Is that the... So, okay. So basically the... Okay, I see. That is the one thing no one expected. I learned that. So his message, yeah, his message to Jen. Yeah. Copy the whole thing. It's worth it. <laughs> okay. Fuck it, I'm on one. Bam! That's a big passage. It's a beefy bitch. And then Galen's just G-A-L-E-N. Is that right? Yeah, no. G-A-L-E-N. You got it okay. right. Yeah, it's one, of those, it's one of the only Star Wars names that's exactly how it sounds. Wow. I'd expect it to be like J Y E A L Y N N. Jalin. That's a beefy box now. Um, that's it is okay. indeed. It is I indeed. think. Hmm. Maybe I go with the other sleeper. No, I'm going to go with. I won with the force. And the force. Oh. Okay, before we move on, I think I might just go with the classic rebellions are built on hope. You think? It's too fucking classic. You know? It's pretty good. It's all encompassing. It's what I take away from this fucking movie, you know? Mm. It is... It was already my favorite scene. I can't make it my favorite line, too. Let's go Rebellions are Built on Hope. Mm. Rebellions are Built on Hope. Rebellions are Built on Hope. We have hope. I think she says that before. Yeah, we have hope. Rebellions are Built on Hope. And Cassian also says it to her earlier in the movie. Mm. So I guess... Cassian and Jen to get the credit. That shrunk the box a whole lot. Yeah, I figured it would. I was like, it'll make it more satisfying to look at too, so. Worth it. Mm. Um, I'm one with the force and the force is with me. But rating wise, across the board, I'm going 10 out of 10 in enjoyment 
and in genre. Yep, that's without a doubt. And we were saying the entire time, God damn, how Star Wars is this? Right. Um, and, I mean, Star Wars is kind of a genre, which is insane. Uh, but, right. like, it, if it is Star Wars, of... it is sci-fi. Um, yeah. Space so, fantasy. Um, yeah, it, it definitely fits. Um, okay, so that's good. That's very easy. Now we just have to decide critically, which... Performance wise, it's in, it's insane because like before I watch Andor, I'm like, yeah, Diego Luna uh, killed it, like is the thing. But then I'm like, I see how much he's shine now, and then imagine he can go back and refilm Andor again, or Andor go back and refilm Rogue One again in like his full Cassian Prime mode. Um, I don't need that, but I'm just saying, like, um, it's weird to know that there is a better version of Cassian now. You know, it's like, but it's so nice. I don't know. Um. Hmm. It's not bad at all. No, that's for sure. It's I, one of the best Star Wars movies that there is. I think uh, so as well. But I don't. I end up falling probably around an eight. I think ten. seven five is the floor, and that felt low. That was okay. like I don't know seven something. You know. That's this like, feels like an eight. Well, we are very loving, and this we is are. Star Wars, and this is a Star Wars movie that we are loving very, very much right now because we are fresh off Andor. Right. So maybe let's get our bearings. Let's just look at some comic book movies real quick. Mm. Get a little spoiler alert. A little spoiler, or maybe we look at some. Maybe do we do that, or do we look at some? Uh, 52 year let's look at a, let's look at some 52 year in public and the comic book movies in private okay okay just keep them keep them in mind so keep them in due mind i guess here critically we have um it on a five point scale so we'll basically be looking at anything from a four up critically um which is we're giving it an eight and if that's fair or not so a four would be around Ace Ventura and the Terminator. <laughs> Critically, what the fuck? That is not what I thought would happen. Well, Ace Ventura isn't. I guess. No, we I haven't reevalu. We haven't made it that deep in our reevaluation yet. We have. We have been going back and reevaluating them on a ten point scale. Some of them. We did on a Patreon episode. And Ace Ventura didn't get that treatment yet. Really? We actually went back and... We did the 70s and 80s. Really? Yeah. Uh, where? I don't know. It might be gone now. But it's oh, recorded shit. in posterity on Patreon.com slash Bloom. But uh, Damn, I nevertheless... Evaluation. But anyways, around the same... I thing. would go... Seven seven five. So from seven to seven five now. No seven seven five. Like oh seven more. seven five. I thought you were yeah, saying seven, a range from seven to no. seven five. Okay. No seven like seven five better. to eight is kind okay. of what I'm feeling. Okay. Let's see. I like that. Let's see what a a seven seven five would do. That's gonna be fun. Nuts. Um. Seven five would bring it out 
to a 7.75 average. How does that work? That doesn't work. That is, no, that's Excel is just wrong. It is not the correct formula there. Now it is correct. 925. Wow. 925. Is that? That's not quite a fuck yes. That's, or no, it is a fuck yes, not quite a yo, what the fuck. Which I feel, I feel is fitting personally. Yeah. I, th- I feel like I like that. It stacks up um, in secret. With Above. yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I like that. I really like that. And then, and then fifty-two year publicly, it stacks up with, um, I guess it would be around uh, what, a four. I guess we have the overall here actually. Was it a nine seven five, or what? Did nine two five. Nine two five. Okay. But that's the thing. We were our five point scale is a lot kinder than our ten point scale. So everything that's like kind of mid ended up getting really, really high. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Nevertheless, though, a nine two five, ninety three percent on the good old tomato meter. That's a very, very good movie, and we thank you so much for watching Rogue One with us. Um it got a 7.8 on IMDb critically. So, so far off from what we got it. Yep. That's like right where we have it, actually. Yeah. Like if I mean if you seven seven five, like Yeah. That's goddamn. Okay. Maybe we're getting better at this. Yeah, we're honing our craft. Actually. Um okay. Um Wow. But goddamn. Yeah, that's that's still probably the best Star Wars movie there is. It's gotta um, be a, like, it's gotta like be a overall, it, maybe not like Star Wars, Star Wars movie, if that makes sense. Um, if I want to watch like the most nostalgia, if I would just want to feel the most Star Wars, I feel like I'm just watching like Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I feel, but or A New Hope. True, it's one of those two, or Revenge yeah. of the Sith. It's like or Rogue One. It that those are like that's the top four. That's four. That's four. A New Hope and Empire. Oh, that's hard. It's probably A New Hope, Return of the Jedi, Revenge of the Sith, and Mm. Rogue One. And then Empire, surprisingly, which people think is like the best one ever because it has, I am your father. Like, uh, sure, it has the biggest plot twist, but like, I don't know. I feel like Return of the Jedi and A New Hope just are so much more. I would, I would recommend watching the original trilogy with a little bit more critical mind for filmmaking and not childhood brain and being like Luke has green saber now. Oh my God. And don't get me wrong. As far as like star Wars being star Wars at its most star Wars, a new hope and return of the Jedi succeed because George Lucas essentially directed both of those. He directed four. And then the episode, the episode six director was like basically a stand in for him. He basically controlled him and told him how to direct the movie. Um, the guy on five pushed back. Irvin Kirshner did not give George Lucas everything he wanted as far as pacing is concerned in that movie and the way things are shot and the way it slows down a lot more than a lot of other Star Wars movies. I guess I'm kind of talking out my ass I, a little bit when I'm saying that 
yeah, Empire Strikes Back is is that. But I guess you know I was talking about just like the most you were Star about Wars, the, like, Star enjoyment. Wars, but like yeah, you were talking yeah, about critically enjoyment. wise. Goddamn, now that I'm thinking of Empire though, yeah, I see why it is regarded. It's like, it's also like looking back, the best looking movie of I think maybe even oh. the first six. Um, dude, like maybe all of them, but the last you get year, Cloud I, City, like. That is beautiful. The all the events that happen there, like the fight that Vader and Luke have, um, Lando betraying, oh, coming my, back to their aid. God, dude, the window being broken out you. and like being sucked at you, like being sucked out of the window. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many. Like, in the, did you see on Twitter how that was done recently? Yeah, I, I don't know. That was it was yeah. like an acrobatic, like a little backflip. Like, dude yeah. did a freaking whatever. Uh, I don't know what that's called, but like it was nuts. Yeah. Uh, Back handspring, yeah, to like fly out of the window, but king shit. Yeah. But nevertheless, there's so much more Star Wars talk to be had here on Rebellions Bloom with the Penny Bloom podcast. If you would come back at some point for Rebellions Bloom, if you're fucking with us on our Star Wars coverage, <laughs> this is just the first of many of that soon to be wonderfully successful show. Um, if you would. Head to patreon.com slash coroblem where you'll find over 50 hours of exclusive content. All that money goes back into making sure I can put this podcast on. Cost me money. I don't make any unless it's over there. Uh, if you would, head to Twitter while it's still here. Follow at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Instagram at Penny Bloom Podcast. Follow on Hive at Penny Bloom Pod. Follow on Tumblr at Penny Bloom Pod. Leave a five-star rate and review if you're fucking with me and Joe. We're re-watching uh, Game of Thrones right now. Winter is blooming on Mondays. Uh, huge if you would go check that out as well. I know some of you are Game of Thrones fans, no doubt. Uh, and then tomorrow, or I guess today, this is coming out a little later than I thought, um, it'll be, uh, we're, we're covering Get Out uh, 2017 for our 52-year journey through film. Uh, very excited for you to hear that. But uh, with that, Rebellion's Bloom comes to a conclusion this week. I was Colton Robertson. Thank you so much, Joseph George, for being here. Oh, thank you for having me, and it is always a pleasure. Oh, and it is always a pleasure to have you. And remember, peace, love, and bloom, and rebellions are built on hope.